Hey girl, are you tracking everything you eat? Feeling in complete control of your diet, yet you really have no enjoyment of what you're eating or how you're living your life because of the fact that you're so controlled by counting and measuring everything? Are you so fixated on those exact numbers that you really have forgotten how to eat, enjoy, and then move on with it? Today, I want to dive into this topic of controlling your calories or are they really controlling you? I'm going to give you three tools that can help you navigate watching what you eat, but not being controlled by it. So I hope you'll stick it, stick with me today and let's dive in. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on the diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. Coming to a place in your journey where you can truly enjoy what you're eating and not feel any sort of guilt, shame, or out of control anxiety feelings regarding what you're eating or how you're eating is really truly the place that we want to get to, right? This is the place we want to get to so that we can enjoy life and not be consumed by what what this nutrition has done, what I say nutrition, but what dieting has done to us. And you know, it takes a while. It takes some time to really get out of these mindsets and, you know, constant tracking, worrying and being consumed by what you're eating can really end up controlling you to a point where it just really becomes your security. It's your security blanket. You don't know how to operate without measuring, tracking, you know, putting it into your phone, um, in, into a, an app. So it tells you what kind of macros you've got. I mean, this is all fine and good for a period of time to help you kind of understand what your body needs. However, it can truly turn into this security blanket of if I go off of this path, if I eat something not on this plan that I have for myself, I'm going to go down this road that I don't want to go and I'm just not going to enjoy life. So, but the reality is if, if it's controlling you, there is no freedom in that. And so I want to give you three tools today to really help you still be in somewhat of control, right? Because that's what we want to do, ultimately be in control of what we put in our mouth, but really not allow for the counting, for the measuring and the tracking to control you. So let's talk about these three tools. The first one that if you've tracked for any length of time, you really already know what a serving is. You already know what it is, what you what you can eat. You can eyeball these things and really get very close to what it takes when you're, if you're measuring or, uh, you know, measuring or weighing your food, whatever you might be doing. And when you look at, a, you know, look at a piece of protein, whether it's chicken or fish or whatever, if you track long enough, you know what, what size that should look like. You know what that should be. You know what it should look like on your plate. And so the, the ability to kind of lean in on this idea that, the control that this has over you, it doesn't allow you any freedom to really enjoy what you're, what you're eating. And, you know, you've got to begin to start relying on yourself. If you want to get out of this mindset and 
you know, I realize some people are in a very uh, precarious situation because maybe there's been eating disorders in the past or what have you. And there's just this anxiety around food. And, you know, to be honest, this for me, being able to let go of this measuring and counting, like there's just so much freedom in that. And really, truly, you know, we should be able to kind of intuitively know what it is our body needs. And so with having tracked for any any length of time, being able to understand what a serving is and eyeballing that and knowing that you should be able to rely on yourself, you know, follow your hunger cues. This is what we have kind of lost here when, when we track and we try to measure and, and kind of weigh out like what times we're supposed to eat. We've kind of lost what our hunger cues feel like, look like, you know, how how full are we? We've kind of lost this feeling of our biofeedback. We just depend on the clock to tell us when it's time to eat. And begin to think about how you can let go of, of this tracking. Maybe you start with just one meal. Maybe you just start with, okay, this morning I'm not gonna track, I'm not gonna track my breakfast. I'm just going to go in there and eat what I think that my body needs based on what I know and what a serving of with protein and, and what I want for, for my carbohydrate. You know, you try to do that with just one meal and see how that moves you. Maybe you do that one meal for a week and then you get a little bit more comfortable and you're like, well, maybe I can do that for lunch too. And then you begin to take out the fact that you're tracking just only dinner. You're not tracking breakfast or lunch and begin to gain some confidence in this area because this, again, really takes the joy out of food. Uh, it takes the joy out of life because we feel like we are kind of sucked into this way of living and we can't get, seem to get ourselves out of it. Tool number two is really learning to eat the 80% fullness. This is something that is practice, obviously. People are like, what does 80% fullness mean? What does that mean? Well, typically, you know, when you are 100%, 100% full, usually that's more like 110. Usually we, most of us know we're starving and we're stuffed. A lot of us don't know what that middle ground is. And being able to have food on your plate and you yourself controlling your own portions based on maybe your knowledge of tracking before your own portions of what's a healthy portion. And you eat all of that. And at the end of finishing your plate, you're like, I could probably have another serving. Like you, you've you e eaten slowly enough. You've eaten mindfully enough that you're like, I could probably have another serving, but I'm satisfied right now. And so that would be the 80% fullness. That would be a place where you're like, I'm satisfied. I, I, I feel good in my body of what I just ate. I could probably eat another serving. But if I did that would put me to that 100% fullness. And, you know, of course, this is really a, a test in learning your biofeedback because let's say an hour later, you're hungry. You feel that hunger cue starting. You're like, well, I ate lunch and I was 80% full at lunch, but maybe my lunch wasn't as filling as I thought it was. Maybe I should have had more protein on there. Maybe I should have had more volume of vegetables on there to kind of fill the belly and keep me fuller longer. So 
it really is an evaluation of what what I just ate and how I felt and what's that time frame look like in between in between those hunger cues in between when you, the the stomach starts to growl and you're like wait a second I'm I just ate not that long ago I'm I'm already getting hungry what happened at my last meal so 80% fullness really does allow you to control calories. I mean, this is really what it comes down to, right? When we overeat, we're, we're eating way too much than we need. And so the 80% fullness ultimately is you're eating less because you are recognizing that your body is satisfied and it's not sick, it's not full, but it helps you control how much you're eating and you're able to enjoy your meal and you enjoy that. And sometimes you're disappointed that, gosh, I really would like another serving because it was just so good. But you know what? There's a term called surf the disappointment. It comes to a place where you're like, you know what? I, if I did eat that, I know I would not feel good. So I'm just going to surf the disappointment. Yes, I'm disappointed. I, I can't have another, another serving right now because I know if I do, my body's not going to feel good. And so you move on. And guess what? It's probably if it's left over, you'll have it in the fridge. You can have a serving. At the next meal. So understanding that that food's going to be available to you, you probably just don't need to add it onto your plate right now, right? And most of us can get food at any time. And so if it's a situation where you're like, well, you're over at somebody's house and you're like, just this is so good. Ask for a to-go box. Ask for a little container of a to-go. You know, if they're friends, they'll be like, sure. Uh, so don't be afraid of that. You know, walking away from a meal satisfied and room for more not stuffed is a great feeling. And you gain confidence when you practice this. You gain confidence in your ability to recognize your ability. And it does require eating slowly, eating mindfully, enjoying your bites, chewing your food well. You know, this is where getting to 80% fullness, these other pieces have to come into play. You can't just scarf things down and expect to get to 80% fullness. Chances are if you're scarfing things down on the run or you're eating quickly, you can pass that mark and, and and fill yourself up very quickly on maybe food that you really shouldn't be fi- filling yourself with because it's convenience and it's on the go. So think about those things as you try to practice the 80% fullness. All right, the last tool, tool number three, is mindfulness can ease your anxiety. And what this means is, you know, lots of people think mindfulness is kind of... um a term that, you know, is kooky, like, why do I need to be mindful? And it really does make a difference in how you approach these tools. It, it, it makes a difference in how you approach your meals. It makes a difference in how you feel. And it can ease your anxiety because you, ha- you have the ability to pause. So mindfulness, just really simply put, is pausing to just think for a moment and say to yourself, all right, I need to get a plan together. What am I going to eat? And what, what looks good here? What do I need to eat? How, how do I need to go about this? That dessert looks really great, but this bread basket looks really good. Like mindfulness really allows you to kind of do a, just a quick, it's not anything that's going to, you know, take you long at all to just evaluate in your mind. Like, okay, I know I'm going to have a salad. Um, I really would love love to have some bites of that dessert. So I think I'm going to pass on the bread and I'm going to eat to 80% fullness and I'm going to eat mindfully, slow, slowly and enjoy. And I'm going to enjoy those couple bites of that dessert that looks really great. So 
being able to know you can trust yourself to make the right choices is really the key to taking back the control. So understanding that just because you don't track a meal or you are slowing yourself down enough doesn't mean you're not in control. When you practice these, you slowly build that confidence to say, you know what? I can be in control around food. I I can trust myself around food. I'm not going to go off the rails. And you know what? If I do, so what? I know what to do to get myself back. And I know what I know what I need to do to, to stay on track. So I just need to do it, right? Be present with yourself and stop rushing. We're so hurried today. And even if we're not hurried in our feet moving about, we're hurried in our spirit. We're hurried in our thoughts. We're hurried in life because of all the things that are on our plates. And so when you can begin to really slow yourself down and connect instead of eating like it's a job, eating like it's, you know, it's, it's so regimented, it's, you know, it's 8 a.m., 10 a.m., 12 p.m., 2 p.m., 4 p.m., whatever. You know, stop letting this control you and begin to release some of that uh, so that you can begin to find freedom. You know, these tools are only helpful and let's review them, right? Tool number one, if you've tracked for any length of time, you already know what a serving is. So stop, right? Stop being so dependent on the measuring, the weighing, whatever. You can eyeball it and you can begin to trust yourself in that space. Eat 80% fullness. This is a great tool to control how much you're eating and mindfulness, easing your anxiety around food, being calm, slowing down, being mindful about your choices, but also being mindful about your body cues and getting to that 80% fullness. That's huge. I, I just challenge you to try one of these really to help you get back into the place of enjoy enjoyment around food and to not feel so controlled by how you're doing things. So controlled by that. and. You know, if you're somebody kind of in the beginning stages and you just started tracking and you really feel like that's, you want to be able to track, well, give yourself some time to to understand what a serving looks like, but then try to back off of that. Try to back off of that and just begin to eyeball things so that you can begin to rely on yourself because you're not always going to have a measuring cup. You know, if you go to go out to eat, what are you going to do? Have your measuring cup in, in the, in the bag? Or are you going to overeat and then and then be in guilt and shame for the next two days because of what you did? You know, it's really about evaluating where you are and what tools can you begin to apply today. You know, if you if you need help, I am here. I would love to connect with you. Let's set up a thirty minute um, free nutrition consultation at no charge. Just let's reach out to me, Tara J T A R A J at dietteaching.com. And let's get on the phone and let's talk through, uh, you know, where you're at and how you can move forward. I would love to hear from you. You can also come into our Facebook group, She Breaks Free, and connect with others with like-mindedness and kind of the same struggle and the same journey. So I pray that you will take some of these and really evaluate how you can implement starting today. And again, if you need that encouragement, just reach out. I would love to hear from you. Take care and God bless. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.